Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 182. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. This is Funeral Nation, the only funeral news web show. That's Jeff the Funeral Commander Harbison. Absolutely, earlier. We got that. Fresh down. off the flight. Yes, I've been down in uh, Sweet Home Carolinas uh, this past week. So it was great to be out there. In fact, I posted a little video uh, when I went to visit my friends at Tharp Funeral Home in Lynchburg, Virginia. So uh, it was a good week. Well, Ryan, there's a lot to talk about. But before we do that, I make a living making sure that funeral homes get paid. We reduce their accounts receivables, increase their cash flow, and take that icky conversation out of how to talk about money with families with CNJ Financial. Let's roll that video. CNJ Financial and CFS are excited to announce a powerful yet simple solution to help thousands of funeral homes and families with the challenges that life insurance assignments can bring. Insurance companies are often a hassle to deal with and claims can take weeks or months before payment is received. If you're tired of the hassle and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims, CNJ's fast funding program can help. With the new seamless integration between the two companies, CFS client families can submit preliminary insurance information to your firm through your website prior to the arrangement conference. The final assignment information is sent to CNJ via the Insurance Assignment tab in your website management console. Once the claim is submitted, CNJ will verify the benefits, and as soon as verification is obtained, payment is made to your firm, usually within 24 to 48 hours. CNJ and CFS are committed to simplifying the lives of funeral directors so you can focus your time serving families. Gosh, man, you're a great spokesperson. Yeah, you know, um, it's I like you work for them or something. Yeah, I do. You know, I do. In fact, I'm out tooting their horn all the time. And man, is it fun. They're great folks, uh, Jamie and Rob and James and Michael and Jackie. I mean, I've just got a whole host of friends down there in Rainbow City, Alabama. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. What's on the news docket for today? Well, I think the biggest thing going on is coronavirus. Um, you know, I'm seeing the NFDA is putting something out for it. It is killing the stock market, literally. If you want to have a funeral, the stock market is, uh, I was on the plane and looking, and uh, before I landed, it was down another thousand points. I don't know where I'll end today. But I, I, I'm curious about a little bit about it, okay? Mm -hmm. So let me get your take first, and then I'll give you mine. Yeah, I... So, I mean, I, I don't watch the news a lot. Let's be honest. Like, I don't, I don't just play in that that arena. So, I'll, what I've seen on the local level is that if you haven't been traveling in the affected areas, then you're pretty safe. Um, however, the funeral profession has to be aware from embalming and and cremating and and things. And you know, we had some content on connecting directors this week about how it's impacting funeral homes and, and, you know, one funeral home that we interviewed in Hong Kong received 127 bodies in one day from Corona, yet the government only reported eight of those deaths being from coronavirus. So just a lot of wondering what's really happening with it. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think locally right now, fingers crossed, it seems like we're all right. You and I have been traveling quite a bit and I haven't really noticed people acting a little bit different. I've seen a few more masks than normal, but you know, that's kind of, you know, a normal thing to see masks in an airport. Yeah. I, I think NFDA and our 
leadership within the industry are doing exactly the right things to prepare uh, because that it's it's now you and I were talking about a few minutes ago it's really nothing to joke around about no, no, uh, right, right. we're not even gonna not not even me um, so what one thing that I did I have been paying attention to the news some and there have been as of I guess this morning or late yesterday, 60 confirmed cases in the United States, yeah. no deaths. However, uh, during that same conversation and, and I was listening, um, here's a comparison, folks, to kind of maybe put it in perspective. In North Carolina alone, since flu season started, 114 people have died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have 300 plus million people here in the United States, 60 cases. No one's died. We have great health care. This isn't China, okay, with health care. And frankly, the flu that's going on right now, just a common flu that we have, we deal with every year, is more deadly to yeah. Americans at this point. Not to say yep. that it can't happen, but I just think uh, in some respects, it's a little overblown and hypoed a bit, but you know, who am I to say? I just, I don't make the news. I just report it. There you go. There you go. Well, there's one other topic we want to talk about. And that is, again, there's some, some uh, content out there right now, real time about the, the Consumer Funeral Alliance or Funeral Consumer Alliance still making a push for transparency pricing in the funeral profession, which is interesting. I feel like this has been a talking point every year for the last three or four years of just the consumers wanting transparency pricing with the funeral home. And look, as a normal consumer, I don't think that's a wrong thing. Like uh, there, there's nothing that if you and I went to Kroger or Walmart or Target and we were shopping and nothing had a price on it and we just got to the register and it was like surprise, that would not be a great experience. And I feel like, you know, as a consumer, it makes sense to have pricing, which is why we launched PriceMyFuneral.com as a way for funeral homes to have a price cost estimator right on their website where families could build an accurate estimated prices of the services that they wanted. Um, so I don't know. I'm I, I still trying to figure out why there's such a, a, a kind of barrier up to transparency pricing. Yeah, and I, I don't see where, let's, let's compare it to the dentist and medical profession. Mm-hmm. You go into the doctor's office, they'll tell you what your $35 deductible is. They'll tell you about the rest of the That's bill. True. That's they true. don't have a list of prices. You don't go to the website and say, hey, okay, for you know, getting a tooth pulled, it's 95 bucks. At least it's not mandated to do so. They're right. not mandated to provide those pricing. Right. And, you know, it, again, it's six of one and a half dozen the other. I think that we do have a small group of people in our industry that don't do a good job on the pricing thing because it's evident that they're always someone's in trouble okay yeah. folks you got to get the gpl out as soon as the arrangement conference begins yes you can say hello you can give your condolences but then the gpl must be provided also the outer burial and the casket price list so putting it on a website i can kind of understand because we're in the business because if I put my prices for a burial on a website, I may have a colossal burial program and it's, it's X dollars and then some other funeral home is less and theirs doesn't compare. 
the answer is, I think, is in between there. Have a better website. Show why. Yeah. Get out in the community why. Get people to come in there and, and show your why of why your place is better than everyone else's. And, you know, your prices are what your prices. Forget what your competitors do. What does your overhead say that you need? That's right. That's I think right. we're going to – California has it right now. California has uh, prices, I believe, that uh, government there says you have to be online. So what? Big deal. Yep. I'm with you. But again, if you don't do it, then someone else will, like yourself, right? Or some of the other sites that are out there, they're going to list them anyway. Yeah. So uh, I think I look at it one way with, with funeral profession side, then the other side, if I'm shopping online and I don't have a price, I just move on and go to the next one. That's right. I don't pick up the phone and ask how much you, is your you know XYZ. So I don't know. You know, I'm going to go back real quickly. What's going on in China? Um, it, it will be interesting to see how that affects products from overseas, Ooh, urns, yeah. caskets. You know, um, and folks, whether you know this or not, or whether you like to hear it or not, um, even American manufacturers use Chinese-made products, yeah. cloths, the hardware, all that sort of stuff. So it affects everyone. But I don't know that there are many urns made anywhere else other than China on the planet. Maybe there's a new one coming out. We'll see it ICCFA or NFDA this year. It's it's plausible. It's plausible. I am so excited. But uh, speaking of ICCFA and new and great folks, we had the uh, plot box folks on last week. Yeah, they are awesome. And uh, we're going to do a lot of things with them this year. But uh Let's make sure and give them a shout out for Plot Box. We've got some stuff coming extra for you guys here soon. Yes, it's great to have uh, uh, them on. And I, you know, one of the things I loved about that interview, and I'll spend a second here, is we talked about culture, which is something that we don't talk a lot about in, in funeral homes or just in in the profession in general. Like what the culture of the brand is like in in the work environment, uh, and it was really cool to see how much emphasis they put on culture. We do that here at Disrupt, that, that culture is really everything, and that ecosystem really breeds creativity and, and a better family environment uh, for employees. So I, I thought it was really cool to to hear them talk about culture. And I know with, with Jamie and CNJ, culture is big in, in your organization as well. So it was just cool to see that on, you know, spoke about uh, on, on this platform. Well, it's interesting. Leona and Sean are really progressive folks, uh, kind of younger for business owners. And I think that's going to be a precedent. It's going to be important for funeral homes that especially bringing on, I'm not going to say just millennials, but younger folks that don't do it the way it used to be done. uh, That culture is going to be important. I met with probably 15 funeral directors this week in and out. And I can tell the firms that have a great culture and the ones that are We've always done it this way to yeah. some respects. Yep. So uh, it's a good thing. Well, Ryan, we're both traveling next week. I'll right. be in Vail, Colorado, part of the week, and you're going to be in Missouri. I am. So uh, we'll have to figure something up to make sure we keep this thing rolling. That's right. I'm going to be speaking to a study group and, and diving into some great marketing conversation. Looking forward to it. And you're going to be pounding the pavement like you do. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just... Uh, I show up at the airport. They don't even look at my credentials anymore. Commander, <laughs> oh, you're here. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, it's Monday. I'm out. See ya. There you go. I love it. All right, sir. Well, till we meet again, have a great effing week. Out here.